Hello, everybody. It's JL. Before this great episode of the podcast, I have a very important announcement. On July 26th, I will be headlining City Winery in Boston. Uh, Opening for me will be my friend and uh, radio show podcast host, Pete Dominic. Um, It's a huge show for me. The venue is very big, but we, from our, from our metrics, we've known for a long time that Boston is uh, one of, if not our top city of listeners, one of our top cities. So um, if you can go to City Winery's website in Boston, Boston City Winery, and go, go to the shows and go to July 26th, tell your friends, tell anybody you know in Boston who liked either the show or some of my videos, get those tickets now, don't wait. Uh, but it's a big show for me. So hopefully I will see many of you there. And without further ado... Here is another strong episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, J-Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of Mar-a-Lago, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? You know, I'm not so good, and I'll tell you why. I have that Zoom lady. Every time we start recording, well, you're new to the show, but every time mm-hmm. we start recording, this. Zoom lady, probably Chinese, gets on and says it's being recorded. And it's, I don't like it. It's sort of very unnerving. Yeah, it is a change. It's definitely um, weird, but we'll get used to it, I think, Mr. President. No, I like things the way they were in the past. I don't like to, you know, critic, what are you going to introduce? Critical Zoom theory now? Is a radical, send me another radical left tech stuff? No, no, no critical Zoom theory, but um, how was your Father's Day, Mr. President? Uh, I've had better, to be honest. I've had better, but it was, you know, I'd say top top 15. Top 15 Father's Days? Okay. You did come out with a, a statement on Father's Day. Do you remember this, this statement you came out with? No, of course. <clears throat> Excuse me. Very strong statement because I didn't, you know, sleepy Joe. Uh, what's he going to, you know, he's going to sleep through it's Sunday. So he's going to have a glass of warm milk and watch our country go down the drain and take a 20 hour nap. So I thought we needed a real president to speak to our country on, you know, and I call it, by the way, Father's Day part two, you know, you call it Father's Day. I call it Father's Day part two. Why do you call it Father's Day part two? Gerard Day part two. (laughs) <laughs> I call it Father's Day Part 2 because Mother's Day, and I told this to Melatonin, you know, before I gave her the Trump sauce, she was just a beautiful nothing. She's just a lady, and you know there's no Happy Ladies Day, right? They try to do a stupid Women's History Month, but nobody celebrates that. Okay. But there's no, there's no happy, oh, here's your Hallmark card for Lady Day. They don't have that. Oh, um, Escort Week. It, no, they don't celebrate these things. So I said, once I gave her the Trump joy juice, I said, now you, I've just given you a new holiday. I just get, you were not allowed to be part of this holiday. And then I gave you, I gave you the, uh, you know, the, the billionaire yogurt. 
And now all of a sudden people say happy Mother's Day. They give you cards and flowers. And so every Mother's Day, I call it Father's Day part one. And melatonin comes in dressed in you know, lingerie and heels and says, thank you, Donald, for giving me this day. And then she services me as her uh, prenup. Mm-hmm. And, and I say, okay, go, now you can go enjoy uh, Mother's Day with whoever you want to enjoy it with. And uh, we call it Father's Day Part One because there's no Mother's Day without me for many of these women. I understand that, but rumors are is that you don't change diapers. You've told us that you don't raise your children until they're older. So isn't she doing all the work? Shouldn't she have? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tech stuff guy. Melatonin's doing all the work. Right. Not a not a team of Guatemalan Mexicans. No, no. Melatonin's <laughs> doing the work. Very, very, very good joke, tech stuff. You're, you're, <laughs> pro- you're probably the funniest tech stuff guy we've had. <laughs> what did you do? Did you uh, do on Father's Day? Part two. Thank you. Thank you for respecting the full title. Uh, now, well, I woke up and, uh, you know, I say, as a strong Christian who's never been to church, I say a powerful prayer for Fred Trump, the great Fred Trump, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I say, thank you. Thank you, the great Fred Trump, for having me and for, you know, giving me you know, not a lot of money and not a lot of opportunities, but for giving me the start to my great career. Then I uh, go downstairs and Ivanka and, and Melatonin dress in matching French made outfits. And because that's sort of the theme, we go with kind of a theme. Okay. Because it's funny because they're French made, so they look sexy, but they're also weak because they're French. So, you know, I sort of sit very strongly and order them around. They bring me McDonald's breakfast. And uh, then we, you know, we go and we watch the news and they fan me. And uh, other kids try to send me texts and I have them, I block them. You know, Don Jr. Sent, I, I saw the next day he sent me like 40 messages and I blocked them all. He was like, you know, hey, Dad, hey, Father, happy Father's Day, you know, and then he did coke, and then, like, by the 30th message, he was saying, you know, um, I need some money, my dealer is bothering me on Father's Day, and I ignored them all, so hopefully he's dead. Any good gifts for Father's Day? Uh, they gave me, you know, when you're so rich, you don't know this, but when you're worth billions of dollars, there's no, like, gift somebody can give you, so more creative stuff. I know everybody thinks the left has all the artsy people. Oh, we, we have all the people that like penis. So we make great art. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. And by the way, you don't, we have big gay Mike Pence, by the way. And so what they did was it was a nice, beautiful, full body nude ice sculpture of Ivanka with, with, and because it's ice with the hard nipples and the, and the diet Coke comes out of the, of the nipples and I, I almost didn't like it because it almost made her breasts look African-American first, you know, with the Coke filling. I understand. And then I, excuse me. And then I found it actually very sort of erotic. I was like, wow, it's imagine if Ivanka were sort of like a Meghan Markle 
I assume Meghan Markle has like sort of lighter skin, but then dark breasts. I don't, I've never, I've never been with a, a, a half African American, a half and half. What are you like, like, what do you, you know, like a half and half? Milano. Uh, Bordello. Are we naming, are we naming Pepperidge Farm cookies? <laughs> no, just, that's the term. <laughs> Amused for someone who has one black parent and one white parent. Oh, it's, you mean mulatto? Yes. What did oh, I say? It sounded like you said Milano, like Alyssa Milano. Oh no. Um, I'm sorry, Mr. President. I have um, no sleep, but uh, that's okay. I, I was meant- well. I was busy. You know, for Father's Day, we all we all go to Roger Stone's house for dinner. If you know what I mean. So I'm not working uh, on too much sleep either. Are you more in love with the possibility of your wife? Maybe you get surgery where you, they are fake breasts in there. Is there a way for those breasts to dispense Diet Coke out of them? I think that's actually a great question. Uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine you're just making strong love to mesothelioma? And then you just put your mouth to the surgically perfected nipple and all of a sudden delicious bubbly Diet Coke comes out. <laughs> That's a great idea. Thank you. Well, no, I thought of it. I'm just saying my <laughs> idea is very strong. Okay. I wanted to ask you, I know you are not allowed to be on Facebook for the next two years, but your campaign already started fundraising on Facebook. So that's not against the rules. So I see you found a little loophole there. Um, already, already fundraising for a billionaire, a billionaire fundraising. It's pronounced B and air and Facebook is going to learn the hard way that you can tell Trump. No, but I usually treat no as an opening offer. So they say, you can't be on here, sir. And I say, open up your legs, Facebook. I'm about to fundraise right in your ass. <laughs> and that's what you're doing? You're fundraising right in their ass? Right in there. Mike, relax, Mike. Mike Pence, you know, he heard ass and he came running. He always likes to pretend he's like, oh, I don't like that foul language, sir. But he, you know, he, he always manages to show up when he hears the word ass. Do candidates start fundraising this early? Or are you doing this extra early? Look, I don't really care what other failed, pathetic, stupid, loser, traditional candidates do. As a two-term president and the greatest leader I think the country's ever had, I do things my way. People should be following my model. I set the path, okay? I set, you know, I determine where we go. If I followed everybody else, I'd be like Crooked Hillary and I would have lost the presidency 19 times. <laughs> now, a another, lots of books are being written about you. I know you have not gone to write a book yet. I'm sure it'll be a, a, an enormous book deal once you do write another book. Um, but in this book that is a compilation of interviews with different people who have worked under you. And in the book, it 
talks about Jared Kushner and how, well, a couple of things in the book. One, there is a rumor that when COVID started to break out, you wanted to quarantine people at Guantanamo Bay. That That's one thing. And the next is you, there's, since there was so much COVID testing and Jared Kushner was pushing for so much COVID testing, you called Jared Kushner an idiot. Are these both true things from the book? Yes, very true. <laughs> okay. No, I don't know. The people that wait, you know what the fake news does, tech stuff. What the fake news what the fake news does is if I say two plus two is four, mm-hmm. the fake news will make a huge headline and a tweet and say, Trump Trump declares war on math says two plus two is four. And then people will not even look at it and say, well, he's right. They'll say, oh my God, because they set the tone. They set this nasty tone. When I said send these people to Guantanamo Bay, well, we're paying for Guantanamo Bay. It's isolated. We're trying to save our country from the virus. Aren't there terrorists in Guantanamo Bay? Yes, and now they can get COVID. Oh, okay. So Obama didn't know what, you know, I'll close down COVID. I'll close down Guantanamo Bay very quickly. Oh, looks like everybody's dead. I guess we can close Guantanamo. 19 terrorists and 800 fat white people from a cruise ship. Bye-bye. But no, they said, sir, you can't do that. And, and it would have been like a reverse Scarface, basically. Remember Scarface? They send all the Cubans to Florida to have sex with Michelle Pfeiffer and do drugs and use chainsaws. I was just going to do the the reverse. I was going to give a bunch of cruise ship people chainsaws and drugs and say, go have fun. You know, we create almost a reality show. We could have, can you imagine if we had created Guantanamo COVID, Covanamo, and all of a sudden you have these tough terrorists going head to head against sick Americans. And I think it would have been, in fact, I think we need to make this show happen. (laughs) I'll talk to my great friend, Dana White. Maybe he'll let me use Fight Island to sort of do a a sort of, and then as far as Jared Kushner, I've been very strong on this podcast, always saying any opportunity I have to make him look weak in front of Ivanka is, so calling him stupid for, for wanting to test. You should have seen Ivanka. One of her nipples got soft when I said that in the room, when I said, Jared's an idiot. The one, the one closer to the air conditioning stayed hard, so we like that. But the other one got soft, and that, that's how she shows that she's sad. She never sticks up for her husband to you? Well, no, the one nipple stayed stuck up, and I think okay. that was her sort of trying to stick up for her husband. But she, you know, the right nipple knew that he was so weak. That's understandable. Now, you would call the show Covanamo Bay or Covanamo Island? Uh, Is there a way we can combine like Corona and Guantanamo? Corontanamo Bay? (laughs) Corontanamo Bay. (laughs) Or how about Quarantanamo? Tanamo, like quarantine, Quarantanamo Bay. That's a good one. 
Guarantanamo Bay. There it is. It'd be like uh, from the great minds that brought you, brought you The Apprentice. Here is Guantanamo Bay, and you just excuse have me, these. Excuse me, it's called Guarantanamo. Guarantanamo Bay, and you'd have yeah. these COVID-infected, fat white people with chainsaws running around, just chasing terrorists. Right, and then the terrorists would use their monkey bar training to kill some of the people. But then at the in the season finale, you're like, oh, the terrorists won. But then the terrorists start coughing, and you go, or oh, did they? <laughs> okay. I'm excited for this show, Mr. President. Hopefully. And then in, in season two, we, we, we find other groups of people. You know, we, we send the squad, we arrest the squad and send them down there to deal with uh, in MS-13. So you've got like different, 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 uh, each season is like a new rivalry. It's AOC's D-Cups versus uh, Manuel's Machete. I get it. So each season would be a different theme of trying to fight something. It would be COVID and terrorism, and then it would be gang warfare and um, radical left breasts. Oh uh, yeah, I was going to say extreme radical left. Um, you know, you could see like all of a sudden Nancy Pelosi comes in and saves AOC by smothering Manuel with a big granny breasts. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. I'm only, harp- I'm only harping on that because I remember we got a fan letter from a woman who said, my husband listens to this podcast all the time. And I thought it was very not classy the way you kept talking about, quote, AOC's D's. So in honor of that angry, nasty woman who is the wife of a strong Patriot fan, uh, we're talking about AOC's D's again. Yeah, we've had a couple of silly, angry emails Um Angry emails to me, picking on on Rudley during <laughs> during live Q and A's, which I don't think she knows this is a podcast. But don't the, tell her the hardest are possible. And by the way, as a remind, not that you need a reminder, but uh, we should tell the people it's yes, Friday. So this, right? this Friday at eight p.m. Eastern time, we will be doing a live episode mike lindell will be hosting for you i don't know if you're gonna be here also but mike lindell will be I, here I, I may stop in but he's gonna be presiding over the he's gonna be judging the impeachment of rudley with the hardest star possible that's right and that's this friday june 25th the day before my birthday june 25th at 8 p.m it's the tech stuff's birthday tech stuff birthday yes on Saturday. Oh, wow. well, well i hope they send i hope they send you uh, for Friday's show, you know, they send so many different tech stuff people, but well, hopefully they will send me And before we get to our next topic, Mr. President, I want to bring up our sponsor for this week. And that is the fantastic, always great betonline.ag. There's so many things to bet on right now. There's golf tournaments every weekend, MMA, UFC. They even have their own casino for blackjack and poker and roulette. Plus, we have basketball playoffs. It's almost the end, almost the championship. Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals. Same Can I tell you NHL. something hilarious? Yes. This failed comedian, J.L. Covan, mm-hmm. he was so proud. He made this big bet on the Utah Jazz, and I said, don't bet. On, he's so stupid. He bet on Mitt Romney's team, and they lost like dogs. And I talked to the coach. I said to the coach, "Leave the tall French guy in there for the whole game. He's weak. He can't guard these tiny African Americans on the Clippers." 
and they gave up the biggest lead. It was worse than Crooked Hillary, what the Jazz did. So we're very proud that, uh, you know, the Clippers defeated Mitt Romney's team and the failed comedian. Yeah, well, it was very sad. I was I was thinking about that failed comedian when I saw his team just uh, plummet. Um, like a dog. You know, it like was, a, it was, he, he lost like a dog. It was awful. But you know what? There's still other games you can bet on for basketball. Plus, we have NHL. Go Islanders. And we have football right around the corner. Baseball's in full swing. So many things to bet on. And go to betonline.ag. They have its real-time updated odds and props, almost anything you can imagine. You can even bet on reality TV. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. The coolest thing about it is that you can take advantage of your welcome bonus and what that is is your first deposit use bonus uh use promo code clns50 to receive a 50 percent welcome bonus so you receive 50 percent more money than you put in and it's only on your first deposit so take advantage of that and you can bet on all the sports plus the casino plus reality tv and they have updated odds and news they have special um you know, last year they had um, from from the Bulls series, they had interviews and they had videos so that they have they have bonus content on BenOnline.ag. It's yeah, the they're only giving place- you, they're giving you more than other, these other sites that just say, give me your money. Exactly. They're giving you big bonuses that you can take advantage of. I remember when Jeff Epstein used to say, you know, welcome me to this house. And he'd say, we've got a lot of bonus content here. Feel free to take advantage. Uh, so, you know, we respect that greatly. So take advantage. Again, use promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just your first deposit. And that's betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So don't, you know, you don't make it, don't make it one of these weak first, oh, I'm putting in $5. Good, yeah. I doubled it. Bet, live a little. You're on a great, strong gambling site. Get the biggest possible bonus you can. Exactly. Ball out on that. Now, Mr. President, I wanted to ask you about this. Um, DeSantis. Is that how you, DeSantos? Is that how you pronounce his name? No, no. I wouldn't support him if he had a Latino name. Ron DeSantis. DeSantis, as I thought. And he right now is talking about possibly running for president in 2024. Just, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now. Ron DeSantis was very supportive of me. I think he's done. I think he's done probably the greatest job of any governor in this in the country because Florida, as you know, has strong a lot of immigrants, a lot of visitors, a lot of tourism, and they have been so strong. He didn't shut the he didn't shut his state down like a coward. He's also a very smart guy. He's a Yale guy. He's a talented sort of blue chip. This is somebody a great future for the party. This is somebody who has a great future for a great Republican Trump party. Well, there was recently a poll and. Uh, you versus DeSantis, and DeSantis was ahead of you. For... I will murder his family. He's a <laughs> worthless piece of shit. He's one of the dumbest people we have. You just were giving him. Props. And he's, have you seen him? He's like a short, fat guy. You can't, uh, if I wanted a short, fat guy, I'd let Chris Christie get the nominee. No, Ron DeSantis is a disloyal scumbag. <laughs> and uh, a lot of things wrong in Florida right now. Many things that they're not reporting on, but. Uh, you know, he's, he benefited very strongly when I was in office. And now that I'm not in office, he's, he really is practically turning the state into a Spanish speaking piece of shit. How would you roast him? You, you usually roast every person you are against 
what something about his looks, his wife, what would you make fun of? You mean besides calling him short and fat? Yes, besides that. Is there anything that he's done? You almost lost your election to a a bisexual black okay. in twenty eighteen, which obviously Mike Pence was excited about, but nobody else was. And uh, no, he's just he's a stupid, disloyal piece of trash. I, I've never, I don't know if that guy even played baseball at Yale. I mean, he claims to have played college baseball, but I think the guy is low IQ, low energy, and turning Florida into a, a a steaming piece of shit. And the sooner we're done with DeSantis, the better. Well, and those so, polls were probably put out by him. They're full of lies, fake polls. I wanted to ask you, since we're talking about, you know, um, the women of OAN did a poll, and I yes. won. I won one hundred percent. Uh, of the support of women who want to have sex with me to get into my next administration. 100%. Congratulations. 100%. Okay. All six of them twice with Chanel Rion. Okay. And uh, very strong. They didn't even know who Ron DeSantis was. Cause that's a very smart, uh, high IQ television <laughs> station. OAN filmed in the basement of some, uh, of some San Diego community college, I think. <laughs> Well, I wanted to ask you about um, we are looking for a new mayor of New York, um, someone who ran against you or tried to run against you, Andrew Yang. He is in the running for mayor of New York. Um, please tell me who you think is the best candidate. If they don't have a candidate that would fit New York, just give me a rundown on what your opinion is on um, the political climate for mayor of New York right now. Oh, it's a disgrace. It's there's not a talented person in the group, though. I would say Eric Adams. He's a former police guy. He's African-American, so not racist. He's uh, he's sort of the least radical of the group. But what I was really enjoying was that Yang, who sucks, by the way, Yang is Yang is beyond a zero. OK, and you know, they, they, we, we agree very strongly with stop Asian hate, but I have a phrase called stop Asian hate, except for Andrew Yang, feel free to hate on him and do worse to him because he's a piece of shit. That's, that's, I'm making t-shirts of, of, of that phrase, but we agree with stop Asian hate other than Andrew Yang, very strongly, probably stronger than you, but um uh, there's a Maya Wiley, who's a very radical left sort of civil rights person who worked for de Blasio. So she's a loser. Um, the sanitation, the trash lady, her name's, I think, Garcia. But I don't think she's a Garcia. I think she married a Gar She married, they said, Jerry Garcia. And I was like, well, I'll be grateful when she's dead. So I'm not supporting her. Not, I don't think it was that Jerry Garcia, but that was just a, that was a, a little radical left music joke for you tech stuff. And, uh, but I do like the fact that Yang and Garcia are doing a double team on Eric Adams because that's what we've been trying to do in the Republican Party forever is get the Asians and the Latinos to attack the blacks. So I'm actually sort of, I get kind of aroused when I see that Yang and Garcia formed a coalition to attack Eric Adams, the, we call them Blackums for short, because he's black and his name's Adams. 
I wanted to ask you about one of the Republicans. Which was also, by the way, the name of uh, Fred Trump's personal butler. <laughs> we called him Blackums. Walked around in a tuxedo, catering to the great Fred Trump's needs. Oh, gosh. You know, like instead of Smithers or some I name understand. like that, it was like, I understand. we'd ring a bell and say, come here, Blackums. And he would say, he would say, my name is, uh, you know, my name is David. And we'd go, shut up, Blackums. <laughs> gosh. Well, that's why the great Fred Trump had the greater Donald Trump and why I did what I did. What do you, there's a couple of Republican candidates. Um, Fred Mateo, what do you think of him? Do you know who he is? He's like kind of a tough Latin guy. Yeah. You know, it's tough because I know that uh, Rudy Giuliani's, um, you know, mentally handicapped son is running for governor. And I want to show great support for my lawyers. Uh, you know, he calls him his mistake. <laughs> it's kind of a nice touching nickname, but he's a big brash redheaded stepchild and you know i want to show loyalty because rudy was such a strong loyal attorney for me so i would support uh um what's it anthony anthony giuliani uh i think that's his name i just remember when we were little and like he would just be a a wreck at these press conferences running all over the place when? Oh no, he had ADD. We called it Andrew Deficiency Dickhead Syndrome because <laughs> he just wore, and now he wants to be. Mayor. I mean, that's the, that's where we're at in New York. I feel bad. Even the Republicans can't attract talent. They got Doofus Giuliani and Blackums. Now, I wanted to ask you, who do you think is going to win? I think Blackums is going to win. Is that how no, you will refer to him when you become president again? Is that how you're going to refer no, no, to him? If, if he treats me with, excuse me, if he treats me with respect, I'll call him Mayor Blackums. <laughs> but uh, no, we'll see. I think, uh, I think, I think he has the strongest chance and he seems like the least radical of, uh, of the choices. So, but look, I mean, you see what a hellhole New York has become. Terrible Democrats and sort of weak Republicans, too. Should I, I feel like I should run for mayor of New York. How about that? That would be interesting. I, I wanted to ask you about a man, and I want to know if you had any um, relationship with him, interactions with him. Uh, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. Rhode Island. Yes, Sheldon Whitehouse. He has the kind of name where you, when somebody said, oh, this is Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, I said, oh, you sound like, you know, you sound like a, a distinguished alum of Idaho Militia Christian. You know, it's a very powerful sort of old money Republican type name. And it turns out he's a disgraceful, radical left sort of showboat artist. Okay. Now, he is uh, very progressive. He is critical of systematic racism. Allegedly, he belongs to a beach club that has a rule of only white people are allowed to 
be part of this beach club. Okay. What are your thoughts on this? Okay, well, we were just critiquing him. I don't know why you're bringing up like good points about him. <laughs> you think that's positive? Well, what's the club? I'm looking to possibly invest in Rhode Island real estate. What's do you know the name of the club? I don't know it offhand. And I mean, no. what do they expect? The guy's name is White House, and he's going. His name is Sheldon Whitehouse. I don't think they'd let him join a mixed race club. That name is very white. That's why I was so angry at him when I found out he was like radical left. I thought with a name like Sheldon Whitehouse, you should you should have at least one butler named Blackums and possibly two. <laughs> How would you distinguish the two if you have two butlers with the same name? Okay. Do I have to say it? They could have different names. You're still not going to be able to tell them apart. Okay, so you just scream Blackums and hopefully just one of them comes to you? Well, no, they'll both, they'll both, they will both come or else they know that, that you know, they'll get fired. Well, I, I find it very surprising that this man who um, allegedly, you know, stands for being so progressive and critical of systematic racism. If you belong to a club, when you look into and every, every year you go there, you only see white people there. Oh, when no, you look uh, into no, it, your you're exact tech stuff, you're actually bringing up a good point. Every club I've ever joined, I have specifically asked, is this a whites only club? <laughs> and there's a right answer and a wrong answer. So you actually check when you, so Mar-a-Lago. Well, you were just saying, you were just saying you have to check. I have, I'm saying right. that I, I always check. So is Mar-a-Lago strictly whites only? No, in fact, because, um, Jews and blacks also have green. So it's a money only club, Mar-a-Lago. Yes. Race and ethnicity doesn't matter as long as you have money. Exactly. Although, you know, if you if you get to the two percent quota, then maybe we, you know, postpone your membership. Right. I wanted to ask you about um, two more things, Mr. President, two more things um, in the news. But before we get to that, I just want to remind everyone that, yes, um, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash MPGA. We have another live episode this Friday night. This is Next only stuff, for the perfect the, 10. It's, the, June yes. the June content was elite. Yes. It was elite level bonus material. Uh, so continue. And it's only going to get better. Um, we have another live episode for the Perfect Tens. This will only be going out to the Perfect Tens. The last one went out to everyone, and the Perfect Tens were allowed to sit in on it uh, for the birthday party show. But this one will be hosted by Mike Lindell, and it will be on Friday, June 25th, 8 p.m. Eastern time. I will be sending out the invites the day before. So... Check it out. Mike Lindell hosting most of the night with the president coming in here and there. We are going to be uh, looking at the impeachment of Rudley with the hardest R possible. And we are going to see who will be the next uh, Patreon president or will it be Rudley with the hardest R possible? And I don't to be know. Clear, to be clear, uh, the three people who have to prepare uh, their case are Rudley. Tom, of course, the great Tom Fitzgerald, who, yes, I just gave him the title of the great. Oh, so, my goodness. So, 
So Rudley's, uh, you know, Rudley. Step behind. He's got to he's got to step up. Although president is a good title too. And then obviously there's, I believe, is Otto. Is it mm-hmm. Otto the dog? Yes. Okay, so we've had an African American president, and I think, um, you know, it's like they say when when the gays get married, it's like why not let the dogs get married? Well, you know what? We've had an African American Patreon president, so we might as well have a canine president since it's all gone down. I think that's a great idea. And, and I say to, that I say that with respect and no racism. Of course. And to get on the action, uh, join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash MPGA for Friday night. It is the perfect 10 level. And that will be 8 p.m. Eastern time on June 25th, Friday night. And if you can't afford the perfect 10, because the Sleepy Joe economy is destroying your finances, you have an archive of like, dozens and dozens of episodes at every level. So if you can't get to the maximum level, if you join at the $5 level right now and get us closer to getting the Idaho Militia Christian t-shirts, you can st- you're still going to get like 30 pieces of bonus content. If you go Ivanka, you're going to get that plus all the movie reviews that I've done. And like so two on. years of bonus. Exactly. Yeah. So check that out. Patreon.com slash M. P-G-A. Now, Mr. President, uh, I want to talk to you about two things. Uh, first, we'll, we're going to talk about the, the Catholic bishops and the American Catholic bishops will not give communion to Biden because he is pro-choice. What is your opinion on that? Catholics love me. As you know, I did very strongly uh, with the Catholics, and I am also, as you know, a very powerful pro-life president. So that's their faith, you know. I'm a different branch of Jesus person, but the Catholics are very tough with pro-life, and I respect that. And if Sleepy Joe wants to walk around sniffing girls' hairs and ripping babies out of their pussies, then I don't think he should be getting the wheat fins at church. You're referring to the body of Christ as wheat fins? Or triscuits, you know, if you're not at a sort of, if you're at a poor church, could be a triscuit, could be a, a cheese it Okay. Saltines. I think that's a little extreme. Ritz. Um, ha- have the, the Catholic bishops ever done club, this? Club crackers from Keebler. Did, did they give communion to Obama? Lorna Dunes, maybe. <laughs> kind of like a lower, like a little sweet. Maybe a wafer. Anyway. You ever have, you ever, what are they called? Necco wafers? Which one of those? Those are those nasty little discs. Believe me, yeah. I loved I loved I loved handing those out on Halloween. <laughs> you want some N-word wafers? Now, was Obama um, giving communion by the bishops? Obama is not Catholic; he's Muslim. Uh, true. So he didn't have to worry about that. Were there any other presidents who were denied communion by the bishops? Uh, Kennedy, who had a very overrated wife, uh, was the only other Catholic president. What was Clinton? 
uh, a man whore. <laughs> no, his religion was a man whore. <laughs> I think he was, you know, one of those ones like Methodist or Lutheran or, uh, you know, Mesopotamian or Scientology. You know, one of the one of the other ones. Um, the last piece. But of can you imagine? Can you imagine Sleepy Joe actually thinking he's going to get uh, combustion? Like he's going to go to church and get, uh, you know, the 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 uh, calliope that they hand out. He's he's literally sniffing girls' hairs and ripping beautiful Christian children out of the womb with his bare hands. It's like the movie Alien. He walks. It's like he's like the alien from Aliens. He's just walking around going, come on, Jack. And then he's just ripping. <laughs> I don't know if that open. extreme. No, no, no. I saw, excuse me. I saw it on OAM. They did a special. And the graphic was like Sleepy Joe bursting out of a stomach, like in the movie Alien, which is based on a true story, by the way. They won't tell you that. But Sleepy Joe, that's what he does. That's what Sleepy Joe does. The, the last piece of news I wanted to ask you about, this is, um, it's groundbreaking in the NFL. There have been rumors uh, throughout the NFL, and, and odds are there are there are many uh, gay athletes in the NFL, NBA, MLB. Just odds are there has to be. Um, many are closeted. There have been athletes who have came out um, after they finished playing. Um but Carl Nassib, who is a defensive end for the Raiders, uh, he does play, and he just came out as being the first active NFL gay football player. What are your thoughts on this? You think it's where good do, or you think it's bad? Well, where do the Raiders play? In Las Vegas. Well, what goes on in Vegas is supposed to stay in Vegas, so... I'm going to ask the Supreme Court to ban him from the NFL for violating a Vegas constitutional law. Because whatever it's, he's leaving Vegas. He's taking it out of Vegas. You're saying if he's getting taken to pound town in Las Vegas, that's okay. But now by sharing it, he's violating Vegas law. I don't. I think that's like a saying. I don't think that's really like Vegas law. Whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Like it, it's. So just you a, think you think the saying. Con, you think the Constitution is just. I'm getting upset when you when you disrespect Vegas law like that. You think the Constitution is just a bunch of sayings. Um, but whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas is not in the Constitution. No, unless so you put it in there. It, those are the last words. Of the Las Vegas Constitution. <laughs> I didn't know Vegas had a constitution. No, my great friend, uh, late the late great Dennis Hoff, mm -hmm. uh, amended the state constitution. He, he was there with a bunch of teenage runaways that he was employing, and uh, they they amended the constitution. I did not know that. I think it's very positive for the NFL, and I think it's positive for. Um, young people out there. I'm sure there are, are athletes who are gay and in high school and they're intimidated because they're um, gay and they don't want to play for the football team. And maybe they can be the next pro bowler out there and they decide not to play. So I think this is great for the youth where, you know, there'll be um, 
more players coming out and I think more people might play football now if they're gay, if they were scared to play before because of the stereotypes. So I think this is only positive for oh, no, that's, sport of football that's, in our country. That's what we need. We need gays with brain damage. That's, that's <laughs> great. That's, we already have one. In the, we have the vice president. He's already won. So if you want more Mike Pence's, I guess you'll, you support this. No, I think it's uh, nobody supports the LGBTQ Pence community stronger than I do. Nobody. Of course. Okay. No, I mean that. Nobody. Hillary mm-hmm. Clinton was throwing gays off of rooftops in Saudi Arabia when I was defending them. But I think that this, I think the NFL is in a tough spot right now. You know, you've, you, you've got Kaepernick kneeling and now you're going to have this guy kneeling. And I think it's a lot of kneeling in the NFL. It's going to be called the kneeling foot, the kneeling football league, even though kneeling is spelled with a K. I would prefer if it was with three K's. But the kneeling football league, that's what we are now. That's what's happened to our country. So I, I respect this person for announcing that he's uh, gay. The gay. Person of fake, the person who does the, you know, he's a he's homosexual, a gay. He's a pence type, and it's okay. But. Uh, you know, now you're going to have to probably look at the videotape. Like, all of a sudden, does he get a sack on the very handsome Tom Brady or Jimmy Garoppolo? And does he, you know, maybe... Lay on top of him for a few extra seconds? And all of a sudden, you're saying, you know, that's a... You know, are we going to have to get new penalties, perhaps? <laughs> you know, like, you know, <laughs> instead of roughing the quarterback, is raping the quarterback going to be a 30-yard penalty? You know, in a, like an extra roughing, roughing the passer. Um, you know, so it's, I, I'm, and you know, at the left, they'll say, oh, this is, the, I'm just asking, excuse me, I'm just asking the questions. I understand. Okay? We don't believe in cancel culture, so I hope he has a successful career. But, you know, if Jimmy Garoppolo, all of a sudden, I mean, come on, when you go to San Francisco, what are the fans going to be like in San Francisco when this guy shows up from Vegas? All of a sudden, it's going to be this very, it's going to be like a, you know, pride, pride parade at a football game, which is okay, but I'm just questioning it. Well, I think it's positive and um, we'll see how everyone else reacts in the NFL and, um, and other sports. If, you know, this encourages, you know, basketball players and baseball players and hockey players to come out also, uh, we'll just have to find out, but I think it's positive. No, I think it's going to be very positive. I think uh, I think you're going to hear so much, so much nice talk from the NFL players. I think you're going to hear so much support, great support from NFL players. It's uh, very inspiring, I'm sure. Well, Mr. President, always appreciate you spending uh, your weekly um, podcast with us and sharing your time i know you're a very busy man again everyone listening out there we appreciate you patreon.com slash mpga we have a live episode this friday night the 25th of june at 8 p.m eastern time with mike lindell hosting it um also um since my wife had the baby, I am back in comedy clubs. Yay, finally. Um, I will be this um, Thursday, um, June 24th. If you live in the city, 
Eastville Comedy Club, 8 p.m. It's in Brooklyn, actually. It's a fundraiser for the New Fashion Initiative. Uh, I think Jordan Carlos is host is uh, hosting that one. Lots of great comics on it, so check it out. And it's my first show in a comedy club in too long, since March 15th, 2020. So I'm looking forward to that. Very excited, and hopefully um, some failed comedian and I can hit the road together in the fall. Um, Mr. President, that's all I have. Um, again, patreon.com slash MPGA and the floor is yours. Thank you, Tech Stuff. And uh, hopefully we have you back for another episode. Hey, everybody, it's JL. How are you? Uh, yep, just another reminder. Boston, July 26th. New York, October 23rd. Two shows already. I saw some people did buy tickets to that. So thank you. And uh, Got word from uh, Philadelphia. I could be set, headed there soon. So things are starting to slowly trickle in. The, the wave of disrespect is just becoming a, a, just a stream of disrespect now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just keep checking the website. New episode of Righteous uh, PK podcast is up uh, already. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. Go see Jay if, if you're nearby. And uh, God help us all.